1: Over on Fan Nation, big breaking news episode. I guess it's not breaking right now because it's 12 30 in the morning as I record this, but big news for the Ducks and Dan Landing out on the recruiting trail. And that is a big commitment. Ducks Landing, the commitment of 2023 Valley Christian wide receiver Jurion Dickey out of East Palo Alto, California. And I just wanted to hop on here and break down what this commitment means for Oregon. Some cool thoughts that I got from Jurion speaking with him after his commitment. I was on scene as I'm back home out in the Bay Area to uh, cover that commitment. But before we get into the the nitty-gritty of today's episode, a couple of favors to ask of you guys. Pretty simple ones. Ask that you smash that like and subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. And then also like and subscribe to the podcast on the podcasting platform of your choice, some common ones you can find us on include Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher. But with all that being said, let's break down this commitment, what we heard from on after the commitment, and what it means for Oregon football both now and in the future, as we do with every commitment. Um, I shouldn't say everyone because I, I was a little busy and I didn't get to, to dive into uh, the recent commitment of the Minnesota running back, so apologies for that, but let's talk about jury Dickey. He commits to Oregon over competing offers a uh, top five, I should say of UCLA, USC, Washington, and Penn state, just to kind of get people up to speed on the timeline. Dickey was in Eugene for the spring game and then he announced his top five. And then shortly after that, he said, Hey, I'm ready to announce my commitment. And here we are. Um, you know, just as the month of May gets underway, the Ducks are picking up more steam on the recruiting trail. So let's let's kind of peel back the layers here with this commitment. One interesting thing that uh, I learned after talking to Dickey following his commitment was that this new Oregon staff really helped ultimately make Oregon a contender, and then obviously get the job done. Dickey talked about how when he was growing up, he was always thinking about Oregon. He he actually idolized a certain duck that we'll talk about in a little bit here, but he grew up, you know, thinking about Oregon and he he came out to Oregon his eighth grade freshman year. And he, he really kind of didn't like it as much as he, I think thought he would. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but, you know, then he gets into the recruiting process and, and um, Oregon wasn't that much of a contender for him, but then here comes the new staff led by Dan Lanning, Kenny Dillingham, junior Adams, um, just to name a few, and, and they really got his attention and they made him a priority. The the previous staff under Mario Cristobal brought Dickie into Eugene a couple times for visits, but I think that really this this staff came in, they got the job, and then they wasted no time making him a priority, which ultimately paid off seeing that they seeing that they landed his commitment here, right? And I think that Lanning being a young coach a lot of these other coaches on the staff being a young coach being young coaches rather really helped. Um, Dickie was telling me that you know Lanning he's young and he's just relating to recruits on a whole nother level which is definitely some encouraging returns to hear if if you're an Oregon fan that maybe had some hesitation about hiring a head coach that was so young but we've said it before you know somebody's got to give him that chance and and uh, Rob Mullins and the Oregon Ducks ended up being that someone who gave and are giving Dan Lanning his first chance as a head coach. But, yeah, really Lanning, Junior Adams, Kenny Dillingham, they, they all really did uh, You know, kind of a three-headed monster type, type of attack here on this recruit. Uh, in this recruitment, Tosh Lapoy was another person that was mentioned after Dicky made his commitment. So they, they really went full steam ahead on, on his recruitment and we're able to connect with him to get the job done. But, but I talked about connecting with, uh, you know, a former Oregon duck. Um, and that was DeAnthony Thomas, actually. I was talking to on, and he was telling me a little bit about his recent visit to Oregon um, for the spring game. And he was saying that he was leaving his hotel room one day and, you know, going to, to do, uh, you know, whatever it was that the staff had, you know, set up for him on the visit and, he runs into D'Anthony Thomas, and he was saying he he grew up idolizing D'Anthony Thomas. That's his idol. Uh, before every game, before every Pop Warner game, he would throw on some D'Anthony Thomas highlights, and he saw him in person, and it was just crazy because then he got to his visit. Uh, he got to the facilities during his visit, and and they were saying, "Oh, hey, you know, D'Anthony, you met Jurion. He's like, "Oh yeah, no, we 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 met uh, earlier," so that was just kind of kind of a whirlwind for him, and and he was saying, you know, the the love that he developed for the program and. The, the fact that the staff was able to connect with his mom to on such a great level, he was saying that that was huge for him. His mom isn't super emotional, but the fact that they were able to kind of draw those emotions out of her, um, and you know, really show that he was going to be able to, uh, you know, have success at a place like Oregon was really, really a big deal. And and then after meeting D. Anthony Thomas and running into him, he said, "Hey, I mean, those that kind of gave me the signs, and, and I thought that this was this was my school and this was the place to be." So, cool little insight there uh, that I learned just today after talking to him about that spring game visit. And, and that visit really sealed the deal. I was talking about Dillingham, and and Dick and Durian was telling me more about why he was so excited about what Oregon has in store. We saw the offense in that spring game. If you guys were watching, they, they were throwing it all over the field, getting their playmakers involved. Troy Franklin is a, another big playmaker for the Ducks. Obviously, he's also an East Palo Alto native. So, I'm sure that relationship helped get Dickey in the fold and keep that pipeline to to Northern California and California as a whole still flowing. But on the recruiting trail right now, uh, Junior Adams is doing pretty well for himself, I would say. Um, I think that when he got hired, he definitely had some big shoes to fill. I think we've talked about that before, right, with Brian McClendon bringing some really, really highly rated recruits and Dante Thornton, Troy Franklin, Isaiah Brevard. Bringing all those guys to Eugene, he, he definitely showed that you can bring some pretty big-name wideouts to Eugene, and since Junior Adams took over under Dan Lane as the wide receiver coach, the Ducks have landed four receivers now. And That's Justice Lowe, who was formerly committed to Utah, uh, but obviously getting that Oregon offer uh, made, made the things interesting for him. Chase Coda, the UCLA transfer, who just looks like he's going to be a guy in this offense if that spring game is any indication. Um, I I feel like it's probably a safe bet to think that he's going to start, but we are still just in May. So we have to see what happens in fall camp and then what happens in, in, and early on in the season, but you're going to need a veteran like that when you're going up against a team like Georgia. And even though they're young and they lost a lot of guys from that historic defense, you know, they're going to be reloaded because they just stack elite talent year after year. So chase code is going to be a guy to watch this upcoming year without a doubt. And then Kyler Casper reclassified from 2023 to 2022 coming out of Arizona. Going to really help the Ducks in 22 uh, as far as just adding depth to that room. And then today we had Jerrion Dickey. And both Kyler Casper and Jerrion Dickey are just elite athletes.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.
1: I mean, Dickie is a guy who has three sport background. Count them one, two, three. He got football. He's played some basketball, also participates in track and field. So just some of the the basketball clips that I've seen from him, he's he's just somebody who who has that that explosiveness as an athlete, and you certainly see that on the field as well. I think that Dickey from just a little bit of the evaluation to get into that here, he's someone who who really makes a name for himself as a yards after the catch guy. Uh, you know, get the ball in space or just running past the defense and, and getting some some serious yards through the air. But then also just the guy is just a freak athlete. I mean his athleticism is just impossible to miss. I was talking to his coach today after when I saw him at the commitment ceremony. And I was just say, Hey, you know, give me, give me just a second here and, and give me your, your coach's take you know, your evaluation of what makes your on so special. And he wasted no time. It took him no time at all to just say, man, this dude's athleticism is just different. And you see that on his film. I think he, he had over a thousand yards, um, 1,304 yards, I think, was the exact number. I wrote that a couple times today, so I think I remember that. 19 receiving touchdowns, and then he also added two kickoff returns for a touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and a pick six, I want to say. So Jurion's just just a serious, serious athlete, and, and he's somebody that really won a lot of 50-50 balls that I think is good, that is who wouldn't want that, right? You know, a guy who's kind of just a little bit of a matchup nightmare and someone who has that physicality to go up and get the ball and then make something happen after that. So you can kind of get them, get them involved in a variety of plays, whether it be sweeps, you know, short to intermediate stuff over the middle, or really lining up outside where you can be physical with, with the defensive backs and you know win those hand fights and get open and create separation. So this is just a huge, huge get for the Ducks. The first offensive player in this 2023 class, I think that's kind of an interesting little smaller storyline here. It would have been Kyler Casper because he reclassified. Now it is Jurion. So that's a heck of a way to start your offensive side of the ball. Big get for Junior Adams. Big get for uh, Kenny Dillingham. Um, Super important for those guys to get rolling on the recruiting trail just to keep building that excitement, keep building that buzz. Uh, Ducks are still looking for a quarterback, though, and and this is where uh, this commitment got a little interesting because I asked Jurion after he committed – now that you're committed, you know, you said that, you know, there's some big things coming for Oregon, as far as, you know, they got some big guys coming and future recruiting classes. And I said, who do you want to join you? And, and he said, he wants Jaden Rashada to join him saying that, you know, they're, they're really tight. Uh, you know, he's like, that's my quarterback. And, you know, I'm his receiver. We, have we've really connected well on the camp circuit and, and they're, they're good friends. So, Jurion knows as well as Oregon fans do. And I'm sure the Oregon staff knows just how huge of a get Rashada would be, but things are getting super interesting. And that recruitment, just as far as all the buzz that he's attracting from across the country, got a dream offer is what he called it from Texas A&M. Some of my work colleagues at SIL American caught up with Jaden at the elite 11 in Las Vegas, where he punched his ticket to the elite 11 finals. So got a dream offer to Texas A&M there figures that they're going to get getting a visit. He made his way out to LSU after taking a recent official visit to Ole Miss uh, that same weekend that Oregon had their spring game. So that was kind of something that caught a a couple people by surprise and was a bit of a significant development on the recruiting trail. But I think the Ducks are still in, in a good position to get a visit from him later this spring. Looks like he wants to take all of his visits, all of his official visits rather, before he comes to a decision, but he's not going to rush that. He's been very vocal about that. So man, getting a guy like on Dickey, someone who's the number two player, I believe in NorCal, Jaden Rashad is the number one player in NorCal. Um, you know, it's not everything to have a guy who's from someone else's area with both those guys being from Northern California, but certainly doesn't hurt. Right. I mean, why, why wouldn't you want to, um, you know, lean into that, you know, that childhood friendship as something that you could continue at the college level. Uh, on the field, getting some success together at Oregon, uh, it's kind of what I'm thinking. of. If I'm this Oregon staff, it's kind of trying to work that angle, maybe. But then the Ducks also brought in Dante Moore, and the the preliminary buzz up out of that visit. Um, he's a five star quarterback from the Midwest. That was huge to you know keep working on him to, as a you know Rashad is far from a done deal, and he's not. You know he's not nearing a decision right now, so it's important for Oregon to to keep their options open, and and they're still working on on um, two of the both of those guys who are tremendously high profile guys. Um, so Ducks are still still very much working on getting a quarterback, and and once they get that, I feel like that could really help uh, add some juice to this recruiting class. We saw what happened when Ty Thompson committed to Oregon; it's kind of a, created a domino effect, but. Uh, while that maybe it's worth saying that while Oregon is looking to add a quarterback, one way to strengthen your pitch for an elite quarterback is, is putting good pieces around him. You know, Hey, we're going to get you a good offensive line. We're going to get you good receivers, a good running back to hand the ball off to ducks are already loaded at running back uh, with Marquise Irving being uh, the latest addition in that running back room coming over from Minnesota uh, that I alluded to at the top here. But Just to kind of give some final thoughts on Dickey. I mean, this is a huge, huge addition. Uh, Junior Adams is obviously also recruiting him at Washington. So that relationship carried over to Eugene very well. Junior Adams is from Fremont and Jurion's from East Palo Alto. So uh, they they definitely can relate to both being Bay Area guys, but huge addition for the Ducks to get things rolling on this wide receiver class. Uh, You can never have too many talented guys at the skill position. So he's a guy that I think could uh, certainly push for, for early playing time. And um, I think that he, he can really f- thrive in this new Kenny Dillingham offense. That's just predicated on getting these playmakers involved, getting the ball to guys in space, but looking ahead, what's next for Oregon. Now uh, there's still in the running for a couple guys, uh, as far as the wide receiver position. So some people to keep an eye on Rashid Williams. Uh, he's a teammate of Jaden Rashada. He's a wide receiver at Pittsburgh high school uh, out in the East Bay East Bay area. I actually talked to him over the weekend. Uh, and he's got in uh, Washington uh, on him pretty hard. I think Cal's I would say that Cal is the leader right now, but he was recently out to Oregon, and he had some good things to say. I have that interview posted on my YouTube channel, Oregon Football Max Tourist. Make sure you guys go check it out. Jaden Doss, another wide receiver out of the Missouri area. He was recently on campus uh, in Oregon for a visit. LeVon Brown out of Las Vegas. He's another guy to keep an eye on. So um we'll we'll see if the ducks can you know keep pushing for some elite names on the recruiting trail. But uh wanted to make sure I got on here to to break down this commitment, uh have my commitment interview with Jurion over on Ducks Digest. So make sure you guys check that out and subscribe to Ducks Digest if you haven't already. And uh, just talking a little bit more about what his commitment means for Oregon. But That's going to do it for us here on this episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Like I said, head on over to DucksDigest.com for your latest and greatest in Oregon news and Oregon recruiting, but uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in wherever you're tuned in, whether it be podcasting or YouTube, and make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at sports. You can find the latest updates there, and it's definitely a lot more timely than YouTube or recording a podcast, but... Don't want to banter too much here, guys, or ramble too much. It's uh, it's getting late, but wanted to hop on here and break down this latest big commitment for the Oregon Ducks on the recruiting trail in the class of 2023. Jurion Dickey will be a duck. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you in the next one.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding.